Yo, what's up, guys? It's your boy Presley from Live a Little, and we are back with another Friday episode of Going Coastal, except this time it's kind of like the whole week because we missed a day this week because it's been a busy week. It's kind of been a weird week. Um, before we get into the episode, though, I want to talk about what's going on in the Live a Little community announced, well, tonight, but last night from when this was going up, whatever. Um, Live a Little has partnered with Morning Buzz. We are doing a, uh, a a deal on Instagram. You can either post a video of you jamming out to their new album, or you can promote their new album, tag the Live a Little channel or channel Instagram and their Instagram on your Instagram story to be entered. The winner will be picked June 28th to get a signed cassette by all the band members so that's cool how you doing trying to get my airpods set up this man can't come prepared make sure you go check it i'm gonna i'm gonna link all that in the description below i'm gonna link the post so you can go check out the rolls and uh yeah Stream new skies. I don't hear you. Can't hear anything. Hear me now. Oh yeah, there we go. There we go. That's better. All right. So uh, first off, we got to cover last weekend. You take a really quick two zero advantage in our competition. We're not doing fantasy player of the week this week. We'll do that. Oh god, this guy. Um, <laughs> we'll do that next week. Um, but yeah, perfectly timed. I'm proud of that. Ty France kicked a Hanya Suarez's ass. And we did pick the best series. You did pick the best series out of the three options. Uh, the Really, the Red Sox should have swept, but it's fine. The Mariners, are they're, they're climbing up. They're in this. They're in this thing. All right. They're still um, playing really good baseball at the moment. Boston's yeah. also a really solid team, though, so you kind of expected them to duke it out going into it. Yeah, they've also owned the Mariners this year. They finished the year one and six against the Mariners. That's so uh, or six and one. The Mariners finished one and six. I'm remember part time Mariners fans. So, um, talk about gonna... one other series that we considered taking as a bit of a shocker. The Giants swept the Dodgers. Yeah, they did. Last weekend. Yeah, they did. Anybody um, saw that coming? I don't know, man. Uh, you know, I heard somebody talking about it, and I kind of agreed with the fact that I uh, credit more of the Giants pitching than I do anything else because, like, to hold that lineup down, even though it is struggling right now, like, hold that lineup down is pretty, pretty impressive. The Dodgers are struggling on the pitching end right now, though. So, I mean, like, don't get too big-headed about it, okay? San Diego's... Hey. San Diego's got to push something, and the, Mar- uh, the Marlins won a series against the Astros too. So I mean, last week it was weird. The Marlins also should have swept the Phillies this week, but didn't get that done. Don't know what when the Wednesday game was. They needed a day off. They are considering training for Ramon Liriano, but he's not the same off the PEDs. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, we're gonna go ahead and pick series for this weekend and a reminder that we don't technically have to pick against each other 
Like so, coming down, going down the stretch. Whoever's more leading, if we pick again. yeah, of course it does. But I'm saying, like, going down the stretch, I'm gonna have to make you pick first, or you know, whoever's in the lead, pick first, because yeah. Um, so here's your options. I think I know which one I want you to pick. Okay. We got two ALs and an interleague. All right. All right. Uh, one's out west, one's out east, and then you have the interleague. Which one do you want first uh, for your options? Give me the interleague first. Cardinals and Red Sox. Ooh. All right. Or we can stick with the other team from last weekend. Angels and Mariners. It's probably the worst series out of the three, but yeah. you know the, they're both trying to pick it up. Like the Mariners are trying to pick it up from a really slow start. The Angels are trying to pick it up from whatever the hell they're going through. I don't, I don't know. I still don't know what they're going through. And then the Did East. You hear about Joe Madden shaving his head into a mohawk to hype the players up and got fired yeah. the day, yeah. the day that's he's great. ready to go for it. Yeah, that's uh, that's rough. Um, that's hilarious. The series that I would honestly go with, because um, one team, they're both probably the two hottest teams in baseball, except for one we'll get into in a minute. But uh, Yankees and Blue Jays is your last option. Hmm. What was the first one you gave me? Cardinals and Red Sox. Ooh. I want to go Cardinals Red Sox and I'm going to take the Cardinals. Damn. So you really threw me off here. I did throw you off. Because if you if you pick that one, I wanted the Cardinals, but I I guess I'll take the Red Sox because like what am I going to do? Because I like the Cardinals. I actually like sneaky like the Cardinals just because of Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, and Adam Wainwright doing his thing. I mean, well, that's the Cardinals a fun are also my World Series pick for this year at the moment. That's what I said in an earlier episode. That's, that's my sneaky that's pick. gonna be a, that's gonna be an all star break thing. We already I have already planned that. We're only doing one episode. It'll be the day after the all star game that week, and then we'll jump back in. Um, and that's where we'll discuss not only whatever happens in the all star game, but we'll also discuss uh, we'll discuss our postseason pick because I feel like that's when you have the best postseason picture. But tonight. Uh, I, I don't really know how long this episode is going to run, but I do want to do something. Uh, I mentioned to you before going into this that I wanted to do like a, uh, like who has a chance kind of thing. That's going to, it's going to be a little, little contenders. We're a third of the way through the season. Now we're going to do this game. It's called contenders and pretenders. All right. Um, so I'm going to go through every single team, all 30 teams. You're going to tell me, if they're a contender, if they're a pretender, all right. Obviously, the pretenders they also fall under people who. Uh, well, actually, we'll make a third category. We'll call it the bums. Uh, contender, pretender, or bum. Um, the AL Central. I know the NL Central. Basically, AL. you're just going to tell me if you think this team has a chance to make the playoffs or not, or could yeah. sneak in. Because like, it's a weird playoff. You know, we'll we'll talk about this more later because. That layoff, that playoff structure is so weird. 
Um, so, I mean, you know, teams, teams that are having around 500, I feel like have a good shot at getting in. Um, it's just, you know, if they, if they have a chance. So we'll start out in the AO West. All right. You're going to tell me, obviously you can't pick, like, you gotta just, you gotta say like, they got a shot or they don't like, you know what I mean? Mm. All right. Uh, we'll start out with Houston. Much as it pains me to say it, I'm going to go with the accurate answer and say they are a potential contender as much as it pains me to say that. But I don't think it's a potential contender. I think I'm going, by the way, I'm going to go in order of the division. So like Houston's in first place and then we'll go, we'll work down. Um, yeah. Uh, Houston's a lock, honestly, in my opinion. So math, I need a pen. Or piece of paper. One sec. Okay, we're back. I set I set my stuff up. All right. So Astros, Astros are a lock. I think they they lock down the West. All right. I don't think there's anybody who contends. Uh, Texas, pretender. Fuck pretender. They're not even over five hundred. Just bums. Uh, Angels, bums. Uh, no, I'll uh, give him pretender. I'll give him pretender. I'm actually going to go I, – I mean, I'm just not even going to rank like that. I'm just going to say uh, they got a shot. I have them as the second out of the wild card spot. So, like, the fifth – or, I guess, the eighth best team. That yeah. Um, Seattle. You already know my answer here. No, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to say contender. Contender. I got them in my wild card three spot. So, they'd play the Twins. And the way the I have it set up. Um, Oakland. <laughs> Do we really need to go over there? <laughs> Ultra bums. All right. Twins. Contenders. Any other division? They're not. But yes. Yeah. Contenders. <laughs> Cleveland. Cleveland's five. They are five games over 500. You know, they've been hot this June. They're what? Like 10 and 3 or something? They're 8 and 2 in their last 10, so they're on a four-game win streak. I'm going to go with potential contender if they can keep that streak up. If they can stay hot, I'm going to give them potential contender. I don't think they make anything. I don't have them in my top eight here. I, I mean, the, if you want me to spoil it for you, the Twins are the only one I got in, and that's just because they're in that division. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree with you on that, but I'm going to say I'm just going to go out on a limb and say if they can keep up what they're doing right now, what they've done in June so far, I'm going to say they're a potential contender. All right, White Sox. Pretender. <laughs> I'm not going to say pretender. I'm just going to say disappointment. Yeah, dealing with dealing with some injuries, some hardball injuries, and dealing with Tony Rosa as their manager. So, I mean, that's a two for Detroit. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say ultimate disappointment. Really thought they could at least play decent ball to this point of the year. Haven't done that. 15 games under 500. I mean, it's usually how I feel as a Marlins fan, though. Yeah, don't Casey. 
ultimate bum out of the okay. entire league. Great. So, so this right here is obviously the best division uh, in the AL. I have out of my top eight. Yeah, out of my top eight, one, two, three, four of them are in this division. So, all right, Yankees contender all day. Contender, I have them in baseball right now. Have them in my wild card one slot. Um, Blue Jays contender again. Contender, have them winning the division. Uh, Rays sneaky contender. I have the Rays in my wild card two spot. Um, Red Sox. Same thing. Sneaky contender. I think they've got a good team going. They've got something I have, around. I have them as my first out. So they're, they're seventh. Um, but that's, I mean, them and the Mariners could flip easily. But, I, yeah. you know, I believe the Mariners. So I, I, I'm staying true to my guns there. I'm sorry. I'm I'm staying true because the 2019, I mean, 2022 Seattle Mariners are going to get it done. All right. Um, and Baltimore. Listen, man, Baltimore, they're, they, they're the best of the worst, you know? They're I'm going to continue to hate on Baltimore until they actually do something that's not last place in the league. So, bum. That's fair. All right. Now we go to the best division of baseball. All right. Um, God, you're going to hate me on the NL side. Uh, but I follow the NL more than I follow the AL. So that should tell you that I, I should know what I'm talking about. So uh, Mets. Contender at the moment. And I think they win the division still at the end of the year. The Mets are not going to Met this year. We're going to quote myself on it. And you can laugh at me at the end of the year. New York World Series, Yankees and Mets. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen, but um, I have them winning the East. All right. So they're in the top three, obviously. Probably the number one or two. Um, probably the number two, honestly. Atlanta. Contender. Hot, hot Atlanta. Um, have them as my number three wild card. So I um, hate Atlanta. So there's a little bias there. there. Uh, there is a little bit of bias, but I mean <laughs> I, I think to be fair on my on my list here it makes sense. So all right. Philadelphia. I'm gonna give them a contender as well. They're playing well without Girardi. So I, I also agree contender, but they're my first out. So, like, as of right now, like, when we set up our playoffs, they're they're in seventh. They're just barely, like, they need to pick up something. They need to pick up something at the deadline and to, like, flip my flip my decision there. Um, Marlins. Sorry, buddy, but I got to say pretender. I have them as my second out. You can't put Sandy Alcantara at pitcher for 162 games. I'm sorry. That's fine. They're going to be my second out. They're my second out. So they're the eighth best team in the National League. Yeah. So. Um, Washington. Pretender. Yeah. Um, all right. NL Central. St. Louis. I'm going to say contender. 
Yeah, I'm also gonna agree on the contender uh, and have them win. Uh, the I Central. gotta go with my pick earlier this year, and I gotta say contender. Yeah, um, Milwaukee contender. They'll fall. I have them as my second wild card spot. I think they're definitely a contender. That pitching staff, man, they're like they're going through it right now, but that pitching staff's gonna keep them in it by the end of the year. I mean, all right, this is where this division just. Uh-huh. This is where the division just falls off. <laughs> I mean, it's a hard fall. Pittsburgh. Bums. Jesus. Cubs. Bums. I'm not even going to comment. I just didn't hear you say How many of their losses in a row now? Nine, Nine, 10, 10, 11. 10. And they're running 11. into the Red Hot Braves. Yeah. They're running into a three. They're going to get swept by the Braves. Uh, Cincinnati. Bums. They started yep. the season off what two and fourteen? Something like it's that. Been about the same all year. It's been pretty bad. They're actually tied with the Cubs now. So if that tells oh, you how bad the Cubs have been. Big job. Um. All right. The West. I have. I don't remember the last time the first team on this list was here. The Dodgers. Padres. Did they take the lead today? Yeah. Really? Yeah, half a game lead. Hmm. Four-game winning streak today. Padres won. No, the Dodgers did not play today. Oh, uh, right. Hmm. I can't confidently say that they're a contender. Because they did the same shit last year. Yeah, but they're doing it without Tatis and with a more yes, but a better pitching Tatis staff. Comes back and actually plays well. I mean, what's he gonna do? Play because their team's not playing that well. Their pitching's just keeping up in it. Like that's what I'm getting at. There's only they're but they're freaking leading one of the best divisions of baseball. So I mean, I can't I can't, I can't knock it. Definitely say contender or pretender right now. I can say that I have. Break, I'll be able to say. I can say that I have them winning the NL West right now. So, really, mm-hmm. have them as the one seed mm-hmm. over the Mets. Yep. Dodgers contenders. Yep, have them as my first wild card. Giants contenders. Bums, get them out of here. Really, they're my third. They're my third out. They finished behind the Marlins. Better re- Marlins will finish with a better record. Ooh, I don't know about that, buddy. Arizona. Bums. Colorado. Bigger bums. All right, so I can officially say that Baltimore is the best of all of the worst teams. Yeah. Here the, out of all of the last place teams, Colorado, or Baltimore has the best record. As it currently stands, they're half a game better than Colorado. So, whatever that's worth. Um, but real quick, I want to talk about two teams. All right. One is trending way up. One is trending way down. Um, first of all, Atlanta, man. Uh, here's the reason why I think the Mets stay above Atlanta, even though, like, we're seeing Atlanta run through these teams that they should be running through. I mean, like, 
whether they, I didn't, you know, you might not expect them to win 14 in a row, but they should be, you know, have a head, like they should be gaining ground when they're playing these teams that they're playing. Like the Mets just had a really rough West Coast trip without their two mm-hmm. best players. And Atlanta's walking through, you know, all these shit teams are walking through. So I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I mean, like I'd, I'd hope that you would go take a series against the A's, you know, like it was a two game series, but like, you know, I'd hope you go take, I hope they sweep the Cubs this weekend. Like that's just things I would hope to see, but you know, it's a big turnaround. Um, they're not 10 games over 500 and they're still four and a half games out. So, I mean, that, that should tell you how good the Mets have been this year. Um, on the other hand, and and kind of one that startles me a little more, obviously not as much as it startles like it startles you, uh, Milwaukee. Uh, they've been on a real bad slide. It's not comparative to the Angels slide, whatever no, that, whatever happened, but it's still been bad. Um, out of the last 10, they're two and eight. That is a whole one game better than Pittsburgh's one and nine and a whole two games better than the Cubs. zero and 10. You know, last time. Like what your parents used to tell you when you were a kid whenever you got in trouble. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. And it always seems to hurt 10 times more than if they just up and said, I'm mad. Yeah. So it's what, been what are we a long about? line of disappointment in Milwaukee this last couple of weeks. Is that what you're going to say? So you, you do you think they could turn it around? It's going to take a lot. I don't think it's going to take a lot, man. Like I said, that pitching staff's good. Um, they're down a lot right now. They do not have my vote to turn it around whatsoever. Well, you got to think about it, bro. We're only a third of the way through the season. So, I mean... When you have a, here's the thing, when you have a guy like Josh Hader, uh, it's a big part of your team. Like having somebody that you can confidently send out there in the ninth, every single night, without fail, and is going to blow maybe what we'll say four saves a year at the most. Like you're talking about a guy that's going to walk out there nine and nine out. And if you have a one run lead or if you have a three run lead, like any safe situation, he's going to get it done. Like you can confidently say he's going to get it done. Even if another pitcher, like if it's a five run lead and another pitcher can't get it done. And now it's a two run lead that will send Josh out there, you know? So um, that's, that's the main reason. Cause they're, they're going to, they're a good enough team to go into these, uh, these games leading, winning by at least one run. And if you're sending Hader, I know he blew a save a couple weeks ago, but like, but you can't just rely on pitching. You have to put up, be able to put up runs to That's save right. that pitcher. But the thing is, is that they're they're competitive enough to be convinced to go out and buy. Um, especially right now with the Cardinals taking over, uh, it's kind of why I'm disappointed in your Cardinals pick for the series this weekend because the Cardinals are hot. I mean, it doesn't really show it. They're five and five over the last ten, but like. At one point, I want to say that they were solid four or five games out of first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, yeah, Milwaukee's getting, and you've only taken advantage in the last 10 games, you've only made up three games. Like, that's not the most impressive thing ever. But, uh, you know, I just feel like St. Louis is built to last. 
and uh, Milwaukee needs to pick somebody. I mean, you got to pick somebody up. I don't care to a certain extent. I don't care who it is. There's there's going to be teams selling at the deadline. They need to pick up people that can produce runs to back up their pitching. Because if they can get that, they can be a really good team. But at the moment, it's the same situation where y'all had the extra innings game a couple weeks ago that Sandy pitched, and they threw nine pretty amazing innings. Listen, and y'all man. still almost lost in a Listen, this is not... This is not about the Marlins right now. I'm not saying it is. I'm just providing Marlins, an example. The Marlins are working on their own stuff. Um, no, that's like we, the best example I'm giving you because they have yeah, a full well, pitching rotation that can pitch well consistently, but they don't have players that can put up, get runners on base and score runs. That's that's the thing is that they do have these players. They're just not producing, or at least they haven't been the last what, two and a half weeks. They just haven't been producing like we had seen at the beginning of the year where they jumped out to the lead. They did. Um, like when they, kidding. they, at the when moment, they came through, they don't have anyone producing for them. When they came through Miami, they were a completely different looking team. Like they were a team. In fact, it was Trevor Rogers best start and it was impressive. And it looked like he was turning the corner because that team's offense had been so hot. Like, uh, you have guys like Willie Adamas that are coming through He's been kind of slumping. You got guys like uh, Keston Hira, who you expect to do something uh, when you call him back up, and he doesn't. He's not producing. Uh, Christian Yelich, albeit is having a better year than he did last year, so like to this point, uh, still not producing to the level you paid him at, and uh, yeah. that, that's a big deal. In fact, a trade candidate that I have. For, uh, for the Brewers, somebody you need to go pick up because I don't want them anymore. Particularly Jesus Aguilar, who came from the Brewers, came from the Brewers. Uh, he's a big run producer, good hitter. It's just, uh, you know, as a Marlins fan, I just want to see younger guys come through. Uh, I'm tired of seeing these old guys like do what they're doing but he is a run producer uh before he got hurt last year he led the league in rbis so i mean like you know if they're out there he'll he'll drive them in he's been in the clutch a couple times for the marlins this year and uh i feel like he's a guy the brewers should definitely look at um who else that would be on the trading block jock bell another big one um i but there's going to be a lot of teams hunting for him uh, he's he's a big trade candidate. Poor guy. He needs to be on a contender. Like, look at his career. He went from the Pirates to the Nationals. <laughs> yeah. That's that's rough. Um. Meanwhile, uh, you got any you got any trading block? You know, it's it's June, but you got any teams that you you think should be trading people? I don't at the moment. Not off the top of my head. All right. Well, I can name three people that I think need to need to go, need to be traded. Um, and I want you to tell me where they're best fit at this moment. Um, starting off, 
Cattell Marte, second baseman slash center fielder for the Diamondbacks, switch hitter, got some pop, um, had a rough start, then kind of brought back the two-strike approach um, and kind of turned it on. Who hmm. needs a second baseman right now? So I want to tell you the Marlins, we've been talking about him fucking forever, man. We've wanted this guy forever, but it's just to a certain extent, you know, we know we're not going to get him. So, yeah, um, yeah I'm just. Um, How are you be a good fit up? He's the only position player on this list. Every real contender in the league has a good second baseman that they've already, like, is already producing solidly for them. What do you think you should go to? I don't know if this will surprise you or not. Um, I personally think you should go to the Mariners. That didn't really surprise me. Um, I think he's just a bat the Mariners could use uh, because they're kind of having the same problems uh, with with middle-of-the-order production. And Mm -hmm. uh, you got guys like Julio Rodriguez is getting really hot, but eventually, especially for a rookie, not much pressure being put around him. Uh, is very, very dangerous. He's eventually going to slow down. Like he, he started off slow and then he picked it up. Now he's hitting three and now there's no protection padding him. I, th- I just think it's a guy that could hit right in front of him. So drop or no, uh, you could move Patel to the two hole or who you go to the two hole and have Cattell right before or after him. They just add protection. Like obviously, I'm not going to want to pitch around Julio to get to Cattell or vice versa. Because right now, right. Cattell Marte is not producing like insane, but who the hell's around him with the Diamondbacks? Exactly. Josh Rojas? I mean, like, are you gonna really going to be scared of Josh Rojas to get to Cattell? Like, I think it would just be, he's a really good fit in there. I like that. So uh, these next two. Um, both relievers, and obviously any team could could use relievers, except for maybe the Brewers. <laughs> and yeah, um, I'm kind of stuck on one, so we'll skip that one and then come back to it. First one is Gregory Soto of the Detroit, Detroit apparently Tigers, All Star last year. What's the ZRA sitting at? He's had a bit of a rougher year, which is why I think he's a good trade candidate. And I I mean, honestly, at this point, you could argue that he just needs a freaking chain of change of scene, uh, the change of scenery. Mm-hmm. And that could. That could help him out. His ERA this year is currently at a three. So he's brought it back down to three. OK. 
actually wide. It, it was at a 1.96 on June 14th, and then he gave up three runs last night to the Rangers, blowing it up to a three. So, yeah, he's had a pretty good year. His 13 saves. Dang. Lefty. Are you going to pin the tail on the donkey? See, it's always difficult for me. I don't know where he belong. See, um, I've decided on who I want both of these guys to go to. Um, and both of these guys are both the teams I have as the first team out in their respected mm. leagues. Oh, I think Soto should go to the Phillies. Phillies okay. obvious. Obviously have a bullpen problem, but I think um Yeah, they do. Having somebody who's established himself as a ninth inning guy and not a washed up ninth inning guy, like a Corey right. Knable or Brad Hand, or even a certain Anthony Dominguez. I mean that dude's just coming off of surgery. I feel like you're putting a lot of pressure on him. Uh, I feel like he would be a perfect fit in Philly. Um, obviously that, that could really turn their season. Like that could literally, cause they're losing so many of these games in the ninth or late in the game. I mean, cause dude can go out and throw two innings if you need to throw two innings. So yeah. Um, I think he would be a really good fit there. Yeah. I agree with you there. You just going to agree with that? Well, no, it's also 1 a.m. And my I mean, brain is slowly shutting down. Your brain's always shutting down. It is. Um, the last one is David Bednar. Also a relief pitcher. Um, Out of? Pittsburgh. Honestly? I might go right back to Philadelphia, honestly. You uh, he, He's a back-ended guy, too. Righty, though. So, I mean, I just don't know what Philly's willing to give up for two right-handed bullpen – or two bullpen pitchers, back-end bullpen pitchers. I, um, are they willing to give up a Bryson Stott? Or, you know, um, unfortunately, you can't package both of them up and send them over. They're on different right. teams. Same shit, divisions, same general area. Um, but Philly just needs relievers to truly be a good contender. The thing is, is they have good enough relievers um, to a certain extent. But how long is that going to last? The, well, that's the problem is you're having to put some of these guys out of their their roles that they'd be really good in now, like a Brad hand could really handle a seventh inning and be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you're having to stick him in the ninth or, uh, Corey Knable is a decent closer, but he's not great anymore. He's not, you know, we're a little past that prime. Uh, 
he he'd be a really good setup guy, a good eighth inning guy, but uh, that pressure is just for older guys can't do it forever unless your name's Trevor Hoffman, you know. So yeah. I mean, um, I got Bednar going to the Red Sox. Okay, because I think they do have the people to give up for him because uh, the Pirates are going to ask a lot for him, you know. Yeah. Um, in the same way, the Pirates won't give up Brian Reynolds for without asking for the biggest bag, just back the brinks up. You know what I mean? Uh, David Bednar, though, he's a, he's a young, I mean, younger, relatively guy. And I think it's a guy that you would want in your bullpen for an extended time period. Like, it's not just a um, a one and done. Like, he ain't a riddle. So, uh, he he's more of a guy that you're going to trade for, and you might unload a prospect on him, but then you're going to bag him with that. Like, kind of like what the Dodgers did with Moogie when they traded for him. Yeah. Um, you know, a day later, you get an extension signed. So, yeah, that's my call right there. I think he would he would probably uh, switch the Red Sox and Rays in mind, where the, the Rays would be the first ones out and the Red Sox would be a wild card if they could somehow acquire David Bednar. I agree with that. I like that. I think Philly should just try to go to bo- go for both of them. Why not? Uh, because their payroll's two hundred billion dollars. <laughs> I mean, it has to be whenever you're trying to compete with the Mets, man. The Mets are a different breed with the money. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Is Steve Cohen took that, you know, uh, no salary cap thing and said, "I'm just going to send it," <laughs> and. Uh, yeah. It's really appreciative, though. Like, you know, he's one of the owners that actually is willing to pay people to make his team good. Like, obviously not the biggest market in that area. You're competing with the Yankees. I mean, what team, in, except for maybe the Angels and the Dodgers, like what, what team would you be more in the backseat of? Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. Uh, another another option for either of those two for me was the Padres. The only thing with the Padres is that they uh, they went out and got Tyler Rogers, no Taylor Rogers from the Twins before the season, and he's kind of been a kind of been a bust. But if he can get them back on track, then I feel like Padres are definitely a lock. Yeah. So uh I feel like I feel like we went over enough tonight. You got anything else? That's all I got. Um go Red Sox, Boston. Woo! I'm tired. You about to take this three <laughs> lead. We're both tired. Uh Monday we'll be back. We'll be discussing that series. We'll go over it more in depth. Watch it. You gotta watch it. At least one game. Pick a game. Watch it. At least Watch try all it. Of them. Or follow it. You just got to follow it. Got to see what Paul Goldschmidt go deep one time. Um, We'll be talking about that on Monday. We got Fantasy Players of the Week on Monday. Uh, another lead on that one. Yeah, I'm sure. Too bad you can't take a lead in the Fantasy League. 
Um, you know what? This isn't fantasy league. This is fantasy players of the week. And you're up 2 0. Gonna continue the trend. Well, the I will say I wanted I would want to pick the Cardinals just because I kind of like the Cardinals. I don't I don't like the Red Sox at all, but um, <laughs> I love the the freaking Red Sox are hot. So, hey, Cardinals, baby! World Series twenty twenty two, World Series twenty. It's a it's a rematch of the World Series twenty twelve. No, twenty thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, actually back up, back up, back up, back up. Uh, who made the last out of the twenty thirteen World Series? Do you do you remember? Struck out. Matt Carpenter. Can we talk about what that guy is? Freaking doing with the Yankees? Dude is on fire right now. Jesus. He's... Hey! Sorry, dog. Um, <laughs> do you know how many home runs he has with the Yankees? Got like six, doesn't he? And how many games? Eight. Ten. And you, know how many Yan- you know how many Yankees players have done that in their first ten games? None. Not a single Yankees player has ever hit six or more home runs in their first ten games as a Yankee. And he still doesn't even start every day. Well, no, he can't. He's just not. I mean, he's kind of just there, you know? But the fact that you can go pick up somebody who's literally on the brink of being done and out of the league, you just go pick them up, and they produce. Whoa, what? What you, like? I will say, there's some guys on the Yankees this year that like their stats are they're not sustainable. Like mm-hmm. that's why I picked the Blue Jays in uh in the full series or the full season standings is because just you cannot sustain what they are doing right now. You think Aaron Judge keeps it up or no? I think he's definitely an MVP front runner right now. But what do you think he does at the end of the season? I think he's an MVP front runner right now. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't I think he could definitely could keep it up. I think he's definitely starting in uh-huh. right field. Man, we're both having dog problems. Get your ass over here. Hey, over. Both struggling with the dogs. And now the guinea pigs. Uh, I, I think I'm he's not mad at me because she can't chew on my shoe. I think he's going to start right field in the All-Star game. Probably. Does that count? Does answer He's got to be a lock in starter. For the All Star game at this point, I feel like out of all of the locks, it'd be Devers at third, Judge and Wright, Alvarez at DH, 
I feel like Ward is a borderline walk. It's just that he got hurt at such an inconvenient time. But I mean, like to have the start that he had, mm-hmm. just I don't know, like freaking young, We're getting late. Um, yeah, I feel like those are the locks in the AL though. If I had to pick three locks right there, I feel like those who start in the AL, then in the NL. DH has to be Harper. First base has to be Goldschmidt. Um, Third base will probably be no one. Manny. No, bro, it's got to be Manny. Oh, no, I forget about Manny, dude. Fuck. Manny has a lock there. Third base has to be Manny. I feel like those are kind of all the locks in the NL. Am I forgetting somebody? Is there anybody that's gone bonkers in the outfield in the NL? I'd love to say Soto, but he's having a trash year. Yeah, so I think there's three locks on both sides, and I think both the DHs are a lock. Yeah, he's had a good low-key season in the outfield. Yeah, but I don't know. I wouldn't say he's a lock, you know. I wouldn't either, but I think he'll definitely be in the All-Star game at some point. I feel like Sandy's a lock. Actually, I don't. I think there's a, a tight competition between Sandy and uh, Musgrove. And then in the AL, I think it's it's tight between Nestor and uh, Manoa. Mm-hmm. And maybe Verlander. Yeah. I don't know. That's all. The, the starting pitching is close. A lot closer than I thought it would be. I would love Sandy. Oh, you might even be able to th- throw Martin Perez in the AL. Time will tell. Um, you got any final thoughts? Oh, oh, do we have do we have a sign off? You had nope. <laughs> you had ten days to think about it, Jameson. You act like my life isn't as busy as it is. Okay, well, you gotta have something. Mine's as simple as peace. It's just Deuces. it's been your boy. It's been your boy Presley from Love a Little Peace. Deuces. Deuces. She's my typical goodbye for anything. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll give it a whirl. All right. It's been your boy Presley from Live a Little. Peace. This is. Yeah. All right.